Having football down to a science starts with having sleep down to a science. Because the better you sleep, the better you show up on game day. That's why NFL players rely on the Sleep Number 360 smart bed. It senses their movement and automatically adjusts to keep them effortlessly comfortable. And it tracks vital sleep metrics like average heart rate and average breath rate, so they know exactly how well they slept. It tackles the science. All they have to do is sleep. Don't miss our Labor Day weekend special. Save 50% on the new Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed, plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. ToplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? everybody welcome to episode 95 of the tapless robot podcast my name is ryan Uh uh-oh kaylin brooks Uh (laughs) (laughs) see like since we started doing this remotely i couldn't start the podcast when tyler goes to the bathroom anymore so this is basically the closest i get to starting the podcast without tyler I'm bad. Wait, did you start the podcast? Yes, the podcast. Did you start the podcast? Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been a week. Um, There uh, have been some announcements. We've uh, actually, today has been a pretty full day with the Ubisoft uh, uh, presser or whatever the hell they're calling that thing. And uh, on that, we saw uh, some gameplay from uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, we saw some, uh, gameplay from, uh, oh shit. What's the other one that I'm significantly more excited for? I can't remember now. Oh yeah. Far Cry six. No, Far Far Cry six. Um, oh yeah. uh, Yeah. Has Gus Fring from fucking, uh, breaking bad as the antagonist. So we got a cinematic trailer for that and it looks fucking great. Um, I've never, I've never played any of the newer Far Cries, like not even three or any of them really. But this, it, seeing Giancarlo Esposito as a character in this game makes me want to play. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it looks like a perfect evil dude, um, and a perfect, you know, sociopathic dictator. Uh, I am. Very excited to see how this game plays out. But, Is it a prequel to Far Cry 3? <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> but they're saying it might be. Really? Kid, the That's kid that he's holding, he has the same scar over his eye as uh, Voss from number Oh, really? Three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had not heard that. Voss teased he might be back. Uh, that is... Um, why I met the dude. Um, Wonderful. Troy Baker. Oh, wait, no, oh. he was he was in the one after it. He was that in guy. Far Cry 4. That's right. Never mind. Uh, yeah, Far Cry 3 was awesome. Uh, Boss 3, he's also in uh, Call Saul Breaking Bad. Oh, really? Huh. Very cool. Think of his name. Wait, he was a guy in Breaking Bad as well? Really? 
He was that guy in that show, yes. <laughs> Let's see. Michael Mando is the boss voice actor. Oh, yeah, he was, uh... Uh... April? In season one? Oh, okay. It's the thug with a heart of gold. Holy shit. Yeah. Cool. Well... I had no idea. I learned something the today. You know. Um... <laughs> But I mean, obviously, it's just going to be another Far Cry game. Uh, The Far Cry games don't do a lot different from game to game. Um, Far Cry 5, you know, uh, the most different thing was, hey, guys, it takes place in Montana and it's a bunch of fundamentalists in a cult. It's like, yeah, cool. It's all the same shit. Um, Yeah, I mean, every Far Cry game is the same. It's just got more different flavors, you know? Yeah. And so this this one, I mean, I'm going to play because I want to see Gus Fring. Uh, like that's that's pretty much it. Do you so. think he's? I saw I saw I saw a Reddit post about it, and they're like, "Do you think John Carlo Esposito will play a, a normally or a, like a nice guy, chill looking villain with a with a surprising dark side?" Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, the oh, entire I, I was like, oh yeah, he's that, he's that and everything, isn't he? The entire cinematic <laughs> trailer uh, is like him trying to explain uh, the uh, uh, plight of their people, or rather, the plight of the family. What he, he's going, what his child is going to be inheriting, and he does so by handing him a live grenade and uh, taking oh, the like explaining. He's like, yeah. Uh, I am El Presidente, and that means that you will be El Presidente. And, uh, you know, so, like, here is, is this grenade. The grenade only has a couple of parts. It's, it's got this casing. It's got this, you know, uh, pin. And uh, he pulls the pin out, and the kid's like, <gasps> and he's like, no, as long as you hold on to the handle, it's fine. Now come with me. Hold on to that tight and come with me. And he's like, much like that grenade, our country has the people and they are the casing of the grenade and you. And you have to hold them tight, as tight as you possibly can, or else they'll explode. And it's just, ooh, it, it sets every, every, you know, sociopath monologue, you know, tone. And it's great. So I'm hopeful. I can imagine. I can imagine. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I've been putting shit together all morning this morning. So, <laughs> uh, but I can imagine Giancarlo Esposito saying all of those words. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a very Giancarlo Esposito character, which I'm excited for. Yeah. I, 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 I play this one. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Devolver Digital did uh, released their direct yesterday. And, <laughs> um. As always, it was hilarious because they do the anti-direct direct, direct, which is over-the-top acting. Um, It is, I mean, you know, they make fun of the the game industry and and stuff like that. And uh, what they did show off was Shadow Warrior 3. Uh, which looks like a lot of fun. Um, and they showed off their upcoming game, Carrion, 
which looks seriously awesome, um, which comes out at the end of this month, actually. Uh, they showed off some uh, Serious Sam 4, which, uh, I mean, I've always been a huge Serious Sam fan. Um, and a handful of other things that look uh, really cool. I didn't haven't uh, gotten through the whole uh, direct yet. I actually started watching it just before uh, the podcast, and it's about 45 minutes, and I did not start it 45 minutes before we had to start, so... <laughs> Wow, Ryan. Got to see a little bit. But (laughs) you um, should have watched the whole thing, Ryan. Not like I watched any of it. (laughs) As always. I'm unprepared to talk about this. Yeah, I'm super (laughs) unprepared. I forgot things. (laughs) I've stopped paying attention to when things are happening because to me right now, nothing ever happens. Like (laughs) life has reached to a halt and I forget that things still happen online sometimes. (laughs) Um as always, I will uh, say that uh, Developer Digital... What? You're Robotronic. Or maybe that's me. Uh, it might be you. Um, no, it's all of them. I see you as a Robotron. <laughs> okay. Um, as always with uh, uh, Devolver Digital, uh, Devolver Digital is amazing. That's And that's just that. Like, you know, uh, everything that they showed off was good. That's that's all we need to know about that. <laughs> yes, Devolver, good. <laughs> no, I, I I caught, I, I noticed that that they were doing something. I think yesterday, but I was caught up in in what, are, what was going on at work. Um, but uh, I'm gonna be checking those titles out anyways because it's I mean it's Devolver Digital, so right? Exactly. Oh man. Uh, aside from that, um, I mean, we've got, uh, Paper Mario Origami King coming out soon. Yep. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, Neon Abyss coming out on Tuesday. So that'd be really good. I can't wait to be able to actually play that full game. I've been playing the hell out of that demo. So. Hell yeah. That was fun watching you play it. Hey, did you download the demo hey, uh, for Switch? Um, weird week. Yeah. Not done it yet. Ah, you should get on that. No. So we can do some uh, some seed uh, races. Yes. Is it release? Uh, Tuesday. Oh, okay. I can scrounge 20 bucks by then. But yeah. That should be a really fun game. Team 17. Um, But yeah, I I don't know Mm -hmm. what else. Oh, Tyler's internet died. Yes. Look at at sad Tyler. Tyler. (laughs) Let's give Tyler some sound effects. Oh, no, 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 no. He's just (laughs) moping, staring off into the distance. It's the best freeze ever. Didn't even notice. (laughs) Didn't even notice. I thought he was just kind of forlorn. Yeah, right. All right, quick. Let's uh, shove some fries up his nose. The Sound of Silence featuring Tyler (laughs) Um, So we may have to continue without an active Tyler. Well, you know, I suppose we can carry it oh. all our, all our own. So. Yeah. I mean, I 
at least 30 seconds talking about Ernest Klein's new, a new book uh, coming out in November. And Ernest Klein's new movie coming out sometime in the not too distant future now has a director attached to it, I think. Uh, Neuromancer, uh, the film. Oh, it, that, that's uh, that. That's William Gibson. Oh, that's right. Uh, Ernie Klein did. <clears throat> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ernie Klein did uh, uh, Ready Player One. And now Ready Player Two is coming out. That's uh, right. In so I have no idea what it's going to be about because it kind of wraps it up pretty neatly in the book. So, yeah. I, uh, Graphic novel? No, no. No, uh, no uh, it's a novel. So the new one's not. It's okay. Yeah. No, uh... the, the, the movie was, I mean, it was neat. If you hadn't read the book, I suppose. But, I mean, they kind of, kind of going to be hard to do that in uh, in just one go anyway so but uh, who's going to be in the in the neuromancer movie do you know uh tim miller is going to be directing it he directed uh yeah uh deadpool and uh, a bunch of other good stuff i think he did didn't he do kick-ass as well i think so um let's see if you haven't the last terminator did he mm-hmm. i don't know i have i have not watched a terminator film since terminator 2 well terminator salvation is kind of like it's barely a terminator film so that means it's it's, it's actually kind of okay <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Let's it's uh, it, it takes place in the future the entire time. Like there's no, there's no John Connor um, rescuing or any of that, that bullshit. You can do it twice. And then after that, you got to find something else to do. <laughs> okay. So I guess, yeah, he, his, wow. He's got almost no directing credits. He uh, directed an episode of love, death and robots uh, directed Deadpool and directed uh, Terminator dark fate. And that is it. Well, this should be interesting. I mean, he was an executive producer on Sonic the Hedgehog. But yeah, wow. For some reason, I thought that Tim Miller was coming from a more prestigious uh, history. That's weird. I just know. I just know he did Deadpool, and 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 uh, if he's if he's going to meet the the weird energy of the book, I think that's he's probably going to be able to do it. So. As long as it doesn't turn into another Johnny Mnemonic, that's all I want. Yeah, I right. It's terrible, and I love it so much. Anyways, I yeah, I love Johnny Mnemonic. Anyway, uh, Johnny Mnemonic is great. Um, I'm back. No. Hello. I'm surprised you didn't use my personalized one there. I already <laughs> did while you were frozen in your very forlorn while you way. Were sleeping. Did I look really sad? You look very <laughs> sad looking off into the distance. It was the best. <laughs> On my um, internet decided to take a poop. But yeah, Neuromancer, uh, I'm excited to see if they can do that justice. I'm hopeful that they can do that justice. Um, I uh, am excited to see who they cast as hero protagonist and how that's going to go. And well, oh, Hang on a second there. 
That's from Snow Crash. <laughs> wow, I'm just mixing up every single one of my fucking cyberpunk ah, shit. Good to say it. Doesn't sound right. It was like this wasn't prepared. No, I'm never prepared. <laughs> how did I? How have I fucked up my entire cyberpunk uh, mythos? I have screwed well, it all up. You just suck. Then I am just now realizing that I've never read Neuromancer because I thought that I had. So what's getting, is there going to be an adaptation of... Yeah, there's a film adaptation that Tim Miller is doing. Oh, yeah. Cool. I, yeah, I was well, not there for that information. <laughs> and, and, and Gibson's, you know, still very much alive. So I, I assume that he'll probably be consulting on the film. I would hope he's, so. He's done, that. He, he's done that in the past for... Uh, he was a big part of uh, the Johnny Mnemonic movie, even though it deviated a lot from the source <laughs> material. Yeah, it's uh, that's a that's a film. It is a film. Henry Rollins is a doctor. Henry Rollins is indeed a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, paging Doctor Allcom. Yeah. Speaking of fun adaptations, uh, last week they announced that Sam. I want to hear Hamilton again. <laughs> 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 oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no, they're uh, making an auto audio book of Sandman, and it looks like it's going to be like the most extra audio book ever. Like it's got its own score. And like they've got a ton of like high profile actors in it. Uh, it will have to wrestle that title away from uh, World War Z. I am not. I am not uh, uh, familiar with World War Z's. Uh, World War theme. World War Z is much the same, where it's an entire ensemble cast that's doing it oh, right. and acting it out, because it's meant to be kind of like on the ground memoirs of the of the happenings, right. you know, from World War Z. Uh, one of, the, I th if I remember correctly, like uh, Henry Rollins is actually in that too. Like, there's there's a lot of well known uh, people in the World War Z audiobook. Uh, and uh, for right now, at least of the audiobooks that I'm familiar with, that is the most extra. So uh, Sandman has to one up them. That's where the bar is set. Well, Sandman's going to have. Yeah, yeah. It's Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. So how are they? How are they gonna do this audio book? Uh, apparently, he gave the script that like described what the audiobook or what the graphic novel was gonna look like to the person who's like doing it, and it, like that's how they're going to do an audiobook. So they're gonna like be describing what's happening in the panel, and it's it's weird. And they, they've got a ridiculous cast. It's gonna be Arthur Darville, Cat Dennings, Taryn Edgerton, uh, James McAvoy is going to be. Uh, the the main the main guy. Who I'm Why that guy? Um, totally blanking on what's what's his fucking name and the salmon. Anyway, but yeah, like lots of big name acts. Andy Circus is going to be in it. Michael Sheen. All right, so, so here's World War Z's cast: Max Brooks, obviously the the author, uh, mm -hmm. and Mel Brooks's son, uh, Nathan Fillion, Paul Sorvino, mm -hmm. Carl Reiner. Uh, Martin Scorsese, Simon Pegg, um, Henry Rollins, Mark Hamill, uh, Cal Penn, Rob Reiner, um, Frank Darabont, 
um, John Turturro, the rapper that's Common. Like it's it's a it's that's, that's such a, a crazy cast, and it's super good. That that might that that might beat the beat the cast for this, but I just have never heard of an audio book having its own original score. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you know uh, these productions need that extra sort of thing because it's it. I would argue that um, when audiobooks reach this sort of when it's more than a single person involved, you know, like recording. It's not an audiobook. It's a radio play. Yeah. No, I oh, I agree with that 100%. So, you know, if we, if you put it in the context of radio plays, then it's perfectly normal to have like an original score and sound effects and different actors and shit like that. Uh You're the guy with a sheet of metal in a bucket making yeah, thunder right. on the <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted that job. That'd be yeah. fun. <laughs> smacking melons for for blood like or smacking a side of ham for for fist hits and shit you know how they made the uh, the punching sound effects in the indiana jones movies didn't they just punch a dead cow or something no what they what they did was uh they had a guy like get a huge stack of leather jackets and then he just hit it with a bat oh okay that makes sense <laughs> I mean, yeah. so in a way, I was right. That's a dead cow. It's a bunch of dead cows. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. The deconstructed dead cow. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like if you went to like a like a like a really hoity-toity restaurant, I'm like we have a deconstructed dead cow for you. <laughs> Leather and milk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope you like this deconstructed cow. It's a uh, deconstructed bovine uh, strips on the plate. Uh, very simple. We're a very minimalist, new agey restaurant. The meant, meant to be meant to be put into the mouth and swished around before uh, gently swallowing. <laughs> And then once they come out whole out your backside, you are to lash the the nearest person to you with your new poop whip. Gross! Ah, poop whip. That's a new one. Oh, that part of my everyday lexicon. Poop whip. It's a very uncomfortable image that gets summoned <laughs> when you say poop whip. Poop whip. Poop whip. Poop whip. Right. And poop what's whip. fun is it's close enough to cool whip that if you say it fast enough and ask someone if they want, uh, uh, would you, you, wanna, uh, you want some poop whip on that? Uh, people <laughs> might just kind of glance over the fact that you just said poop whip. <laughs> also an automatopoeia that says, you know, sound a poop whip makes is poop whip. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have found the name of the episode. <laughs> poop, poop whip. Poop whip. Poop whip. Poop whip. Poop, poop whip. Do you have any poop whips? Oh my god. Uh, 
Why have we summoned these horrible things in these last two episodes? Are we are we slowly losing our sanity? Is that what's happening? Slowly? <laughs> With Chud slowly or you know fast quickly? <laughs> With Ryan Chud, about the the we can all agree on the poop whip. Ryan talks about the game uh, presentation that happened today. We all have blank stares. Brooks talks about a book. Kind of have blank stares back at him. So poop whip. Is we can all agree. On. <laughs> we can, we yeah. can all agree on poop. Poop whip is the thing that brings us together. <laughs> it's the people's poop. choice. Poop whip. It's poop whip that binds us. <laughs> it is the, the gap. choice. Poop. Yes. poop whip. Um, what the else poop is uh, going on uh, this past week aside from an incredibly uh, depressing amount of uh, record set for uh, coronavirus spread. Well, our governor is a fucking idiot, so that's great. <laughs> yeah, our governor did you, uh, did a, a conference uh, or a, a press yeah conference on on Thursday, uh, in which he said. So apparently back in June, he was only kidding that uh, restaurants uh, needed to, uh, it could only operate at uh, 50% or less capacity. This time they mean it. And that was the update. This, the update on, on what they are doing is they are mandating 50% or lower capacity in dining rooms in restaurants, which is something that they did on June 17th already. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's nice a thing that they already kidding. did. What's that? It's nice that he was kidding before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> this time he means it. This time, if you get caught, you get double secret probation. <laughs> just so fucking dumb. I just, I loved the uh, reporters. I don't know if any anyone watched actually watched the press conference, yeah. but the reporters' questions were on point. Yeah. <laughs> Like the one dude who, because like he had he, the half the fucking press conference, he's sitting there talking about how like we're not gonna let we're not gonna listen to the media, we're not gonna listen to the media. Everything's gonna be based on science. And like the first question, the first dude who asks the question is like, "Glad to hear you're not listening to us." But yeah, right. <laughs> but I just want you to know we live here too, and this is pretty stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and it got better. Cheers. We're fucked. Oh no! Did I lose internet again? No, you're back. <sighs> Trust okay. me, we would have worked to make it. This is not a good internet day. All I see your squares for Tyler. <laughs> I have really my internet's really shitty today. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, Tyler's I audio is lagging so hard behind his video. This is, this is awful. Squares, though. Um, it's the squares. Florida set a new record for any state as far as an increase in uh, coronavirus cases. A single day increase uh, reporting over 15,000 uh, new cases in a single day. Yeah. Wow. Um, number one. We're number one. We're number one. Oh, and we brought the we brought it over to uh, military bases in Japan, and now they're pissed at us. Oh boy! There's yep, saw that cases of coronavirus in the mil- U.S. military bases in Okinawa, and so now they're furious. Best. They're like, they said, 
<laughs> it looks like America's not taking this seriously, which is 100% true. <laughs> They're not wrong. We're certainly, oh. uh, there. there's a large amount of us who are certainly trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we can only do so much. We are not in positions of power. We cannot influence other people's behaviors uh, on on that. So it's, yeah, just doesn't, it isn't, it's not. Trump finally wore a mask? That was surprising. Did he I can't though? believe that happened. Did he, though? On, on camera. Peeking out? I didn't even look at it. There, there is a profile shot with his nose sticking out from the mask. Uh, also, <laughs> the, the pictures of him in the mask super looked photoshopped. Like, there's something really, really weird about it. They look photoshopped. I know they weren't, but they look. the mask looks fake. It's probably because he just really doesn't want to wear it. <laughs> His, it's, it's interfering with the dark spell that around him that keeps him to appear so youthful. Yeah. Uh, if, that, if there's a dark spell keeping him youthful, someone needs to redo that dark, that dark spell because they're not doing a very good job. He's <laughs> actually like 283 years old or some shit like that. And as with everything... Uh, there, uh, I saw something going around where, um, these two, uh, like someone found two Twitter accounts that were tweeting anti-mask and anti-mask and shit like that, um, against, uh, even against like Republican leader tweets. And, uh, then there's the picture on Twitter of, uh, Trump wearing the mask and these two same accounts are like, he looks like such a badass. Like, oh, where do I get one of those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I hate this timeline. Can we get off this fucking ride? You just have to deep fake Trump doing a bunch of other positive shit, like washing <laughs> his hands and staying inside. Oh, please? Yes. <laughs> Badass dude. <laughs> Deep fake Trump being a <laughs> decent human being. Yeah. And listening People intently are... to a doctor speaking or something. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> I would this judgment to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Be the weirdest, like, most... Like inane use of a fucking deep fake ever. And it would I just think, be perfect. I, I think it, it would be proof that deep fakes could be used for good. Like everyone's worried about deep fakes being used for evil. It would be proof alone of uh, deep fakes being used for good. Well, let's be honest. If it might actually be used for that still has a potential evil outcome, which is some of the more moderates are going to go, oh, maybe he's not that yeah, bad right. and change their vote back. <laughs> <clears throat> No, you just have to start each video saying this is a deep fake. And then the, the, you know, Trump zealots will be like, I don't know what that is. But everyone else will be like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good call. That's a good idea. You, know, you could do a pretty shallow fake and to fool them. <laughs> a kiddie just pool fake, if, if you will. A uh, Yeah. We'll just uh, get some orange, orange spray tan. I, I, and, <laughs> we, we, can, we can call it a creek fake. <laughs> creek fake. Yeah. It's not, not very deep. I like creek fake. That's good. 
That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, then a creep fake. Yeah. <laughs> a creep fake is putting a, uh, a single thin mustache on every single uh, thing. Maybe putting some aviators, aviators, yeah. and, uh, and, a, and a single mustache. Just yeah. <laughs> kind of not unlike what Kalen's got going on right now. Yeah, this is actually a uh, Instagram filter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's the it's the Burt Reynolds filter. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and he moves his head too fast; it'll like lag behind him. So that's why he's been. <laughs> It'll it'll disappear when I cover it. Whoa! <laughs> oh shit! That's a good. It went away. <laughs> so what else has been going on this week? I feel like this week kind of just uh, flew by, and I had a lot of work because I had to release a, a product. Uh, it's something that I think we released way too late, but. Uh, a dining guide that showed like COVID restrictions for each, you know, local restaurant Yeah, an easy way to look up like what the dining options were. But so far we've only released it in Denver. So if you are watching in Denver, then you can go to westward.com and see the new, uh, coronavirus, uh, uh, guide that, uh, lists a bunch of your local restaurants and, uh, uh, what kind of uh, dining restrictions they have and what kind of din- dining services they are offering. Or you could just not go to a restaurant and use DoorDash slash... <laughs> I mean, if you really need a legal get it to go. <laughs> delivery <laughs> delivery is one of the options that, that is shown by the guide. So you can like filter it by de- uh, uh, restaurants that offer delivery or uh, curbside pickup. And by neighborhood. I am very proud of it. Job. Huh? I said you did yeah. such a good You're job. You're goddamn right. It was a lot of work. <laughs> Do we have an applause button yet? I hope the answer is yes. <laughs> oh, that's not as fun. <laughs> that's just Ryan's. <laughs> it's right because there's nothing ever worth applauding on here. <laughs> That's your uh that's that just sums up your feelings after doing all of that work this week. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Like, God damn it, I'm glad I'm done. But I got that to take a couple night. of days off, uh which is nice. Mm-hmm. Took Friday off and took Monday off. But um uh did not get to have all of Friday off because I had to fix things. <laughs> Ooh. Did you get to go anywhere? <laughs> yes, Before actually. I went to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, had to jump start my car, my brand new car that I bought in February. Because uh, the battery died. sitting for so used. long that the battery went flat. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so uh, we had to buy jumper cables and then jump my car in order to go anywhere. You didn't have jumper cables before? No. Really? Uh, no. At least now you have jumper cables. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, that's a good thing. Jesus. I mean, there is that. Uh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, where, oh, where do you want me to start? We're going to be here for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost 40. There's been plenty of time for there to be like, to, for me to, it's like, life is like a Katamari ball of issues. And just the more you're rolling it, the more problems happen. And so I've, I, it's going to take a while to turn that shit into a star. That's really, really so deep. Bored. Next time you need to jump, just call me. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla just starts giving out, like, just please call my services for anything, <laughs> literally anything. <laughs> need a jump. Well, Kaylin and a I. Squeaky, squeaky door in your kitchen. I'll come over and I'll, I'll WD 40 that shit. <laughs> uh, Kaylin and I are going to be streaming uh, a lot more uh, together in the coming weeks, uh, most likely. What makes him so fucking special? No. <laughs> uh, he's Kaylin and he's cooler than you. Oh. I mean, you're right, but. <laughs> I'm that sorry. Actually probably would have been, oh, I, I, yeah, I hit the wrong one. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> I was ready for that. I, I was like, you hit the wrong button. And then I... <laughs> now that we have the soundboard, we don't need you on stream. Yeah, exactly. And actually, I mean, that's I can, been the goal from the start, I thought. I can even, I can even remix this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go that's 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 the new that's, that's, that's the new theme song of topless robot <laughs> <laughs> topless robert <laughs> topless robert <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't. I I feel like I haven't even been playing games this week, man. It's like as the 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 time goes on. I oh yeah, I had to restart my Animal Crossing. I had to uh, do a new island because I wiped my uh, Switch Mini to give to Allie, and uh, they don't let you transfer Animal Crossing data from Switch to Switch. Like you can That's with dumb. save data for literally any other game. So I lost uh, all of my progress in doing that. So I had to start all over. Just uh, I, I know that. up with my girlfriend and got my switch back from her. So now I can start an Animal Crossing Island. Hey! I was hey. <laughs> Is that the reason why? No, I'm sorry. That's stupid. <laughs> I did it for the island. <laughs> Just make sure that you erase the game data on there. Otherwise, you're just always going to keep running into her home on your island. I'm just going to draw dicks on everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way, to, great way to move on from past relationships. I don't know if that's even possible. It, yeah. Oh, it absolutely is possible. You can super <laughs> do pixelated dicks and just put them on everything you could even make a path of dicks uh, like <laughs> on the ground leading up to the house could dixelate it <laughs> wait so that gets a laugh but my <laughs> yes because that was funny dixelated indirect was hilarious come on <laughs> no that wasn't yes it was no 
Why do I even come here? <laughs> Great question. This is what um, you need on the soundboard. Yeah. So, yes, exactly. We need. I'll just take these audio clips of, of him saying thing, very Tylerish things like, "Why do I even come here in Hamilton? 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 Lubrication? Hamilton? Um, musical? Musical? Star Wars? Clone Wars? Yeah. <laughs> Ahsoka's the best. Gendi Tartakarshkovsky. Gendi. Shut up. I still have trouble saying that. Jindy Tartakovsky. Is that right? Did yes. I say it right that yes, time? Yes, you did say it right. You'll never say it right. Victory. Oh, no. We lost We lost again. Oh, Kaylin disappeared. This is a great day. Yeah. <laughs> this is a podcast for the times. Hey, welcome back, ah. buddy. Uh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> not only do we not have a lot to talk about, because nothing this week happened. We keep having internet issues. Oh, I, I, I had my first cheat meals since I started in this whole thing in March. Oh, yeah. Uh, what did you have? Uh, I just got a bunch of Japanese food because I was only going to cheat once, and my uh, my next cheat is scheduled for October, so. Fair Here's enough. Or you will have pumpkin spice things. <laughs> 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 because... Brooks is, in fact, a basic oh, bitch. <laughs> I, 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 am an, I am unapologetically a basic bitch. I will go. What kind of as Japanese as... food did you have? Oh, I just went to some. Uh, uh, you know where Tokyo House is? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, so I got. Um, uh, I I ordered yes some yakisoba and I had some like takoyaki and and. Mm. Uh, oh. That was really. Oh man, that was slower. Say it slower. (laughs) Say it again. One more time. Yaki. Soba. I'm so happy that Tokyo has started serving. Yaki soba <laughs> or takoyaki. Sorry, they've always said yaki soba. <laughs> oh, there's Kaylin again. again. Ah, he's back. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, going man. Tyler, but now Brooks is is blocked. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, question for everybody here. Yes. Number one, like obviously Ryan, you're not dieting, but like in terms of like. You're gonna go. Hold on. Ham. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Did you just say? Obviously, you're not dieting. What are you trying to say, Tyler? What do you think I'm trying to say, Ryan? <laughs> no, I meant that as more of a. We we know your hard stance on eating healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not your stance. Maybe your sitting down position on each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> over wheezing position. <laughs> love, you, love you, Ryan. But when you're going extravagant for a meal, what is the number one thing that you go for? Like the thing that you crave, and you're just like, I'm gonna go get it. What is that one thing? What is what? If you had a cheat day, you didn't eat anything tasty for a while, and you then you have no option. Money's no option. What's the no- <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Brooks. <laughs> Thank you. God. I don't know if I... <laughs> Do you say God? Yes. On? <laughs> God. I will God. eat God. <laughs> Oh, oh you mean- <laughs> um, for me it's it's usually steaks uh or something like that if i'm you know kind of going all out then uh get like a real nice expensive cut of steak um and uh yeah i mean i've never really gone extravagant with food so i don't really know like, I guess when I say extravagant, I mean more like there's no dietary restrictions is the one thing that you want and you get it. <laughs> oh, uh, then at any, at any given point, it's, it's just pizza. Wow. Um, pizza is delicious. It's a reward. It's uh, it's when you're lazy. It's it's all purpose. It's a lifeblood. It's, like, it's, it's a, a life pizza choice. It's an incentive it for work. It's a religion. If you're like, yo, I can't pay you guys, but I got pizza, people are going to be like, I'll show yeah. I don't know if it's a matter of pizza legitimately being like that uh, good a thing, or if the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles propaganda machine was that effective. Uh, you can have Honestly? like a really good pizza, like some blue cheese on it, some like nice uh, candied bacon. Oh yeah, mm. oh yeah. Blue cheese on a pizza? Absolutely. Uh, oh fuck! Uh, I, I am jalapeno, some pineapple, some bacon. Ah, oh, you monster! <laughs> you just described the worst pizza of all time. Blue cheese, and, blue cheese and pineapple. Who are you? Can we kick him off? It's the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Parmesan? Just because you have a sophomoric palate doesn't mean we can't enjoy the finer things in life. Uh, Blue cheese and pineapple, you are wrong! I've not been so incensed since the great pissing... You want want chicken tenders on your pizza? (laughs) Parmesan? Can I get can I get chicken tenders and some mac and cheese and some coloring crowns on my pizza? Please? Uh, Parmesan, uh, fresh mozzarella like the Ovalini mozzarella, shredded mozzarella, uh, blue cheese, uh, dusted on afterwards. Um, uh, artichoke hearts, um, black olives, and uh, pepperoni and Italian sausage and bacon. I can't do black olives, though. I like olives. I do like olives on my pizza. Any kind of cheese. Oh, yeah. Ricotta. Oh, my God. Ricotta on pizza is fucking Mm -hmm. great. I just hate blue cheese. It tastes like decay. It's gross. (laughs) I love blue cheese. It tastes like decay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. It tastes like shit. I love it. (laughs) It tastes like the poop whip. The The blue... <laughs> poop whip. Did somebody order some poop whip? Poop whip. Please pass the poop whip. Um, but the the blue in in blue cheese is rot. Like it's it's mold. Yes, I it is why that's a very apt description of blue cheese. But you understand? I don't like decay. You understand that that's how you make all cheese. All yeah, cheese but is just. Taste- all cheese is just bad milk. You don't taste the decay in other cheese, or at least the decay tastes better. 
fermented Corbin's alcoholic oil. beverages. That was discovered basically the same way. They're like, oh shit, I forgot about that thing. <laughs> Fuck! Oh, that's actually- <laughs> so he wouldn't know about fermentation. He drinks Trulies. <laughs> that is truly. Let us have Tyler describe what's good and what is bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's my reaction to the pizza that Kaylin described. <laughs> right there. Right there. Ah! <laughs> Disgusting. Um, how about uh, you, Kaylin? What's your uh, extravagant uh, uh, food? Your death they- row meal. Today I made a Beyond Burger uh, on a with a egg patty on a English muffins with uh, cheddar cheese. It was very decadent. Uh, one o'clock breakfast sounds good. Really good. That Beyond Burgers delicious. are really surprisingly good. I love yeah, Beyond they're, Burgers. Mm-hmm. They're not healthy yeah, compared yeah. to a regular burger, but <laughs> hey, we didn't kill a cow. <laughs> we killed a fake I cow. Think. <laughs> no, I mean they're they're basically um, the same. It's not like a lot of people look at Beyond Burgers. Like, oh, not meat must be healthy, but yeah, that's not no. <laughs> right. Still bad for you. Still delicious. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, that's know, how you I, know I it's about bad like forty different hot sauces in my fridge. So yeah, it's also the perfect vessel for when I want to like have a bunch of different hot sauces. You know, take one bite, another hot sauce, switch it up. And then um, shit across the room later on in the day. Have a real poop whip. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think that's the kind of poop that works for a whip right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, it takes a while a in, in the hot. Drip. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, gross. Ew. Yeah. Ew. From whip to drip. Poop drip. Ah, we're horrible people. <laughs> How about you, Brooks? Is, is takoyaki your, your, your slash Japanese food kind of your go-to there? Well, so you're asking me, like, if in a normal circumstance, if if, I, if there was no, no, nothing stopping me from getting what I wanted. Yes. Uh, no. Um, I, I only went with that because it was convenient and close um, and not, not fast food. Um, I don't know. It kind of just depends on my mood, really, because I, I just... There's a lot of nice food that I like, I guess. Lamb, maybe? I forgot what it's like to have Ooh. options. Lamb is very, very tasty. Lamb's my best, my favorite, uh, favorite bovine-ish animal. <laughs> I said ish. You go back to school, I think. Okay. Is that ish? Yeah, ish? Mm. <laughs> my favorite animal that you can make into a burger. <laughs> You can make literally any animal into a burger. Yeah, and that's my favorite animal that or I can make into a burger. Right, but I'm just saying that <laughs> that can be made animal. into a burger is not a great qualifier because that's literally just ground meat. So that means you you can grind everything and anything. Rat burgers. Rat burgers. A hot dog a sandwich. No. Yeah, a hot, dog a hot dog is a taco. I think a hot dog is a hot dog. I think it's its own. A hot dog is a taco. It's its own qualification. It's a hot dog. It's its, it's, its own thing. A hot dog is a taco. <laughs> out of here with that shit. You're in Arizona now. You can't go calling hot dogs tacos. <laughs> That's true. Go to the border. Yeah, Look at your Midwest it, bullshit over here. <laughs> and uh, Pop-Tarts are raviolis. 
Well, now we should say something so controversial, yet so true. <laughs> so, so Pop Tarts are Italian, then. Is would you would you boil a Pop Tart to soften it then, or were you just all eating them al dente all the time? <laughs> It's a good question. It's a good question. You know, I've never tried boiling one. Bread fried. Don't think it would work very well. Boiled mm-hmm. pop tarts and strained beets, the breakfast of champions. <laughs> this sounds awful. Bread fried pop tart. No. Fried pop tart would fried be delicious. Pop-tart. I bet that would be delicious. That sounds, sounds like good. it would be good. And you can have fried ravioli. That's There's true. A, um, there's a little uh, English bakery right next to my house. I can literally walk to it, and they make homemade pop tarts with like phyllo dough and like and stuff it with like uh, raspberry compote, and it's it's insane. It's like the best like, version of a pop tart that you'll ever ever find. It's just so good. They call really them pop tarts. They call them pop tarts. They say pop tarts, but they're like French. It's like a French, like they, they're an English bakery that uses French baking styles. And uh, they, it's its like, it's almost more like a strudel kind of thing. Yes, they're, they're top parts. Yes. Top parts. <laughs> they're top parts. But they're amazing. Back before, they're so good. back before the world started burning, we had a, uh, uh, regular weekly uh coffee truck that would uh come to the work parking lot and they sold homemade pop tarts much more dense i mean made it, it, mm-hmm. not with phyllo dough but much more you know like a dense shortbread uh kind of uh, uh casing but yeah still very good that sounds delicious yeah these yeah, ones are they like too, nice and- they too called them pop tarts i mean i don't think uh, kellogg's is going after anyone on that or poster. I don't think, I think it's Kellogg. That's what you think. <laughs> and then they show up with the, the, the trucks outside yeah, of the right. place. <clears throat> they just come down from the fucking ceiling on the repel wires. <laughs> Kellogg's, uh, Tony the Tiger is currently leading a sting operation. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. My my favorite thing to go for food, like if I'm going to splurge and just eat something that I really want, it's a uh, a tikka masala with uh, rice and uh, and some uh, some garlic naan. I fucking. um, My favorite Indian restaurant in Arizona is probably Guru Palace over on. it's like on uh, Gilbert and Baseline. That, that place isn't bad. Yeah, I, I, I like them. They're really good. And then I've, I've gone to a few different ones, but they're, 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 there used to be this place called Prairie Garden, but they're gone. They, they, got, they were a victim of the Rona. Unfortunately, really many of these places are Indian buffets. And a buffet is ranked... Right up there as one of the most dangerous things to do right now. Yeah. Ben's is open on baseline. Is it? Driven past that. Ben's buffet. Yep. It's There's enormous. It's like the size of a. No fucking way. Any, you Walmart. could not pay me to go in there right now. Hell no. Yeah. But Ryan, it's all of the, it's, it's all of the crab puffs you can eat. It's a place on a. Uh, Street and Baseline called the uh, Sun Asian Kitchen. Ooh, they're good. Really good. Wow. Really good. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, I think they're great about they won't let anyone in. They have like a shield. They come out, take your order and a mask. And like they were, I went there and I was surprised by how seriously they were taking everything. Nice. I think I've just been door dashing most of the things. Tyler has actually been to Chins, I think, right? Haven't you? That yeah, that, that one over on Baseline and I ten. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're pretty solid. I'm for as far as uh, Chinese buffets go. Still kind of <laughs> surprised that they're open right now. That seems like yeah, not that's a so great, weird. Not a not a not a great move. Well, you I'm not surprised that you still need to go to go orders and stuff like that. Ah, like, I, spe- you know, I suppose that's stuff. that's fair. But I mean, I wish I was surprised that they weren't that they were open, but it's not surprising. Yeah, our government literally says you're allowed to be open right now. (laughs) (laughs) You are you are one of the few that are just that are smart and responsible here. right? (laughs) There are not a lot of them. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's bad. It's real bad. Every everything sucks. We'll make it through. We'll yeah. make it through. I mean, you know, I I feel uh, like there's no you know question than that. It's uh, there just needs to be. I don't know, man. Like we can't just make it through this. We need to come out on the come out on the other side of this and make like the most real substantial changes to our, the way our government functions that we've ever made in our, in our entire country's history. Which, you know, pendulum swing. And this is a pretty big, big damn pendulum. Look, (laughs) it's supposed to be the swinging pendulum and everything, but considering our democratic option is Biden, that pendulum is not swinging equally left as it it is leaving right so you know that it, it, it the pendulum analogy uh would have fit perfectly if we actually had bernie as our candidate but it's not even an option now <laughs> everything's depressing uh, kill me Everything's sad when you live in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I need a pizza to make me feel better. All right. I'm going to get me some tikka masala. Do I actually drink? ate a couple of brats before uh, the podcast, and now I got a poop. I got a poop whip. <laughs> and, and, and your poop whip will have that nice casing from the brats. I was going to say, there's, there was a great fucking shower thought. Oh, my God. I saw this incredible shower thought. Um, on uh, hot dogs um, and how you become a hot dog when you eat a hot dog because a hot dog is meat in an intestine, you know, wrap. So when you eat a hot dog, you, you it's being wrapped in your intestines, so you become a hot dog. Whoa. <laughs> I can't remember how it was phrased, but it's like, oh, my God. Yes, here we are. I'm glad that was easy to find. The implication of a hot dog being pureed meat in animal casing, in casing, intestine, is that a hot dog doesn't stop being a hot dog even after we eat it. By that conclusion, we, as the hot dog's casing, become hot dogs ourselves when we eat hot dogs. 
Well, are we just are we just hot dogs whenever we're eating any kind of meat? Because technically, yeah, because then the it's meat? got the intestinal uh, casing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> it's a hot dog eat hot dog world. Okay? We are we are <laughs> not, but walking talking hot dogs here at uh, the Topless Robot Podcast. <laughs> well, we are our Frank mm. murders in the wind. <laughs> we uh, are a poop whip of hot dogs. Uh, is what we are. That's that's what you call a, a group of, of hot dogs. See, is a poop whip of hot dogs. It's by like, the way, like a murder of crows, but a poop whip of hot dogs. By the way, I it was a business. Of hot dogs. I always described you guys as a bunch of wieners, and now I know. Why. <laughs> by the way, what do you call NASCAR fans? Racists? Racists, yes. <laughs> I, I got that right. I was yeah. joking. <laughs> I was joking. I was just trolling. I wasn't expecting that to be the answer. Yeah, no, that was that was absolutely the answer because it's racing, but they're also racist as fuck because they're bringing <laughs> Confederate flags to NASCAR. Hey, I have to say, though, as far as NASCAR goes, they're the first organized sporting event or sporting corporation that has banned bringing confederate flags to yeah, their sport. Yeah, I, I was not expecting NASCAR to be the liberal bastion of, of the sports community. And yet, here we are. Yeah, 2020 just never ceases to amaze and we're only halfway through. bets are off. Yeah. It was really funny reading the responses to that press release <laughs> because everyone's like, just the amount of racists that came out of the woodwork there. <laughs> Every single post on Facebook was just like, well, I'm never going to bring my money to NASCAR again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> Tell me I can't be racist. Bringing me my five years of heritage. <laughs> It's yeah. uh, it's gonna uh, it's gonna uh, cross over, and they're all just gonna be big J.K. Rowling fans now. <laughs> oh, no. oh, you mean? Oh, no. You mean J. Karen Rowling? <laughs> uh, you Twitter. saw that she was one of several idiot authors uh, <laughs> call to sign a, a letter uh, calling for the canceling of cancel culture, right? What? Cancels or cancels? That's how that works. Noam Noam Chomsky is one of them. Uh, J.K. Rowling uh, uh, signed it, uh, just calling for the canceling of cancel culture. But doesn't that, by definition, make you part of cancel culture? <laughs> kind of. Like, You're canceling it. Cancellation. Also, there, there's a whole lot of shit that like people don't seem to understand about cancel culture here. It's, you know, with the internet, we have the ability to spread, you know, the information that we learn. So it gets further than it otherwise would have pre-internet days. People are just now being held accountable for their shitty behaviors. And more people are learning about those shitty behaviors. So the, more people can act in such a way that it affects their bottom line now. 
Uh, that is capitalism. That is capitalism at the very you know core of it. You know, voting with your dollar and and shit like that. So like when people like the CEO of Goya comes out and you know says uh, that President uh, uh, Trump has done a lot of amazing things, and then in response to the backlash calls it uh, radical, uh, uh, liberal, uh, like basically. It, calling it censorship essentially and it's like no you're being held accountable for your actions people are choosing to vote with their dollar oh yeah liberal suppression is what he called it uh and it's like that's that's not no this is the way all of these things have worked and and you guys are capitalists to your core this is one of the things that you keep lauding as you know people vote with their dollar the market decides the market decides so the market is deciding to fucking drop you that's all cancel culture is in a nutshell is the market decides they're not going to put up with your bullshit. So you can't get away with your bullshit and still profit. I just think it's funny that Goya came out in support of Trump, but Goya had their business directly affected by all of this fucking, uh, the, the racist Chinese coronavirus yeah. stuff because I mean, have you ever seen like when everything began and everyone's like trying to like just, or supplies and whatever. The only rice, the only like food product that was available on the shelves still was Goya because they all thought it was Chinese. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it's it's like really. He's, this president is fucking con- directly contributing to hurting your goddamn bottom bottom line, and you're gonna come out and do that. All right, cool. Oh, it's ridiculous. But we have Thank gotten you for having. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, go on, go on. I was gonna say if you're if you if you you know sell uh, you know Mexican food or imported uh, foreign food products, the last people you want to appeal to are Republicans. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. People. Yeah. God. Oh man. I don't know, man. I love me some pico de gallo. <laughs> So give me, give me some of them. There are there are quesadillas, and uh, and you want some polo, Marco. Polo. <laughs> My grandma. I went to one, and I couldn't get a chalupa nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a, a restaurant with my grandma, at, like a Mexican restaurant, and she ordered, and I quote, "I want the polo pola enchiladas." <laughs> She's and I love her, but it made me laugh so hard, and we all. <laughs> it was a, it was a. Trying. She tried her best. <laughs> Bless her heart. We have gotten to the end of the podcast, so I want to ask each of you what has been the highlight of this week that none of us can seem to remember in great detail. <laughs> uh, well, I learned a new this moment right here. You learned a new what? Uh, I learned. I learned a new board game. Oh, what, uh, what board game? Start playing Root. Is Root? R O O T R O U T E. G R O O T. No Root. M O U S E. Uh, what's uh, the game about? Um, it, it's like a forest animal themed like factions controlling territory kind of game hmm. I don't know. okay that sounds fun interesting 
How about you, Tyler? I purchased something very exciting for my kitchen, at least for me anyway. My kitchen's always been very small. Or is, is it a Hamilton cookie jar? It is. No. <laughs> no, I, I just don't have a lot of counter space in my kitchen, and I like to cook very big things that are fun to cook, so thus take a lot of working parts and ingredients, and I always wind up running out of space for the things that I'm putting on the counter. So I got really fed up with it, and I bought a uh, kitchen cart, which is basically just a portable oh, island. Oh, sure, yeah. And I can, like, move in and out and have all my shit inside it, and I, I, I that's what I was doing. That's why I was late. I was putting it together. And it's really cool-looking, and I'm very excited for it. Cool. Uh, it's, like, probably the most adult thing I've ever been excited about. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I got a kitchen cart. I can cook and chop things a little easier. Yay! I love it. Closest one to guessing why he was late? Since I said he was burning toast. Yeah, yeah, probably. We were guessing out. why you were late. I guess that you were <laughs> masturbating to Hamilton. Hey! <laughs> I would never disrespect Hamilton like that. <laughs> but yourself, you're fine with disrespecting yourself like that. You have no self-respect. Uh, obviously not. <laughs> Something you are. <laughs> How about you, Kalen? What was your highlight? Um, uh, I went through a breakup, so I had to get my stuff back from my ex-girlfriend, which was uh, terrible. <laughs> but I bought myself a uh, breakfast sandwich maker thing. Oh, cool. I made some breakfast sandwiches. Nice, nice. Um, oh god. No, I bought. Oh, I, you know, I got some donuts this week too. I went to uh, Lamar's up on Bell Road. Mm-hmm. I think they have the best donut. I don't know, man. Krispy mm, Kreme is kind of. Uh, I do kind of love me some Krispy Kremes all the time. I went to a Krispy Kreme in Japan, and it was like the size of like a public library. There were tables everywhere, and it was very chic. And people were sitting around studying. A bunch of bunch of uh, matcha donuts. Oh it was yeah, like, it, was, it was very different than it is here. Nice. That sounds delicious. Um, did I, I did I tell you guys that I have a Japan Crate subscription that I, I get a, a box full of Japanese snacks every month? Thank you. And it's always just so good. I love Japanese snacks and just like it's always, you know, all the shit that like or even familiar brands here, like there will at least be one familiar brand in there that has a flavor of a thing that we will never, ever fucking see. Like all their different weird ass Pepsi flavors Mm. and and shit like that. Like it's and all the Kit Kat flavors and shit like. Matcha Kit Kat. So so much. I got uh, from the that local um, uh, drink and exotics uh, place. I got uh, lychee Kit Kats. Exotic. Yeah, super fucking tasty. Ooh, that sounds amazing. For me, <laughs> the highlight of my week is um, I finally got a new mattress. Uh, I got a purple mattress, uh, and, uh, cause they were having like a 4th of July sale. So I got a 
purple hybrid mattress and uh, their pillows and bed sheets and everything. And their bed sheets are made out of the same kind of shit as uh, like the me undies stuff. The, so it's the micro modal, like bamboo micro modal, which is super comfortable. So stretchy and comfy sheets. And uh, uh, that weird purple grid, pretty fucking rad, especially on the pillows. Like the pillows are some of the most comfortable pillows I've ever owned. So uh, after spending four years on a no frills, you know, spring mattress that I think I spent like 200 bucks on, you know, four years ago, uh, upgrading to a purple mattress has done wonders for my back. And oh, it's bet. just so much nicer. That's you could have gotten. What's it? How much did that cost? I'm just curious because I my back is fucked up and a mattress would... Um, so there are hybrid ones. Uh, I actually don't know because I got like a full bundle. Um, after tax, uh, with the full bundle, it was like a little over $2,000, but I'm paying it off over two years. Okay. I'm so. just saying if you're going to pay that much money, you should have gotten one to match your hair. Why get a purple mattress when you can get a blue one? Because that isn't a brand. I know you got a pillar a purple mattress, but what uh, brand is it? On that note, thank you everyone for watching and or listening. We'll see you next week.